Please support my supporters. Today's episode is supported by Coldfeed Studios and Podboxer.com. Coldfeed Studios assists early-stage founders in a variety of ways from mentoring strategic review, architecture design, and freelance software engineering. Think of it as the accelerated connections you wish you had. Sean Enman, the founder of Coldfeed Studios, previously co-founded a startup in the healthcare software space which exited in early 2017. With experience ranging from three-person startups to 30,000-person companies, he has the background you need and the scars to prove it. Just for bootstrapping SaaS listeners, Sean is offering a free 30-minute consultation with no strings attached. He wants to hear about your current struggle, where you want to get next, and help you get there. But hurry because his spots are limited. Visit coldfeedstudios.com to get in touch. Together with Coldfeed, you will get unstuck and focus on growing. My second supporter is Podboxer.com. Podboxer is an email newsletter curated by Paul McCalf that recommends the best podcast episodes for founders and makers like you and I. So we all know that there's a huge amount of amazing podcast episodes recorded every day, right? But as busy founders that we are, it's impossible to stay on top of everything and find the episodes that are truly useful to us. What Paul does is search through hundreds of podcasts every week and handpick the very best episodes in founder stories, growth marketing, sales, funding, and sends them in a quick email with three to four recommendations every Monday and Thursday. And he even includes key takeaways from each episode, so you'll know which episode is right for you before you even listen to it. To get on Paul's newsletter, visit podtheboxer.com to sign up for free and start listening to specific podcast episodes that will actually help in growing your business. Hi everyone, this is Val Sopi, and this is Bootstrapping SaaS. In this podcast, I share my journey to 10K in recurring revenue with Claritask.com. Hi everyone, this is episode 18 of Bootstrapping SaaS, uh, where I document my way to 10K MRR with Claritask.com. I know I just said that in the intro, but it's good sometimes to repeat it to myself and sort of um, keep myself accountable of uh, on this road that I'm on. Um, so it's been, uh, I don't want to say boring two weeks, but it's been different two weeks. And the reason for that is um, because I've gotten uh, some consultancy work uh, to help me keep the lights on with Claritask. While Claritask picks up and gets to 1K in MRR, which will allow me to give up client work completely and then focus on Claritask only. And the reason I almost said boring two weeks was because um, I miss being daily on Claritask and um, improving it every day. One thing I tried to do was to separate my day in two, four-hour sort of slots, right? So in the morning, I would work about four hours in client work, then take lunch, and then come back around 12.31, and then go until 4.35 with Claritask. However, that hasn't really worked out that well because... Right now, as I'm working on my client project, I'm usually 
stumbling across problems that needs these to be solved. And uh, as I go take my lunch, I come up with a solution to the problem. And then when I come back, I can't just write it down and leave it for tomorrow. I really don't have the discipline, I don't think. Um, so I take on doing it and finishing it up. And that's actually good because um, this is my second or third project in a long time that I've um, built hourly. And the more I get done, the better because I get paid more. And also, I am done quicker, uh, completely like with the, the the overall projects, so I can deliver it on time, and then get back to clear task. So that's sort of that sort of internal fight that I have with if I should continue with clear task after my lunch break or continue with my client work. Paul McCall from Podboxer.com curates the best podcast episodes in founder stories, growth, sales, and funding. He will send you a newsletter every Monday and Thursday with three to four hand-picked episodes that you will actually like and listen to. To get on his list, visit podboxer.com and sign up for free. So yeah, um, it's it's been very different. On one side, it's really okay because I'm getting some cash in, which is you know making things a little bit more stable. However, on my sort of journey, it's um, it's making me feel less valuable in a way that I'm not con- contributing to the thing that I want to do, help these companies. Um, and this goes with a tweet I tweeted uh, last night, I believe. I said something along the lines of, uh, being ashamed that in the last couple of years I've let my sort of self-worth and value be tied to the amount of money that I've um, that I've made with my products, with client work, etc. And that sort of thing came from a discussion I had a night before. I was out at this birthday party and I was talking to this person and... I spoke to him about maybe like an hour or two and the whole conversation was around the monthly revenue, the expenses and how to get faster with less effort to the amount of money and buying cars and buying houses. And yes, we need those. We definitely need those to run uh, a stable life and help our families, people around us. But that's not the overall goal, you know. That's not that's not why I am doing this. That's not why I'm doing clear task. There's so many other smarter ways and faster ways to get rich and make a lot of money and have money as the end goal. But that's not my goal with clear task. It hasn't been really ever. Um so that sort of made me reflect a lot of how I want to move forward and change that right away. So even though I've taken this client work on the site to keep the lights on, which is great because ultimately it will help Claritask move forward. Considering Claritask had $200 in MRR in August, which was the best month yet. So it grew from 150 to um, $200 per month. I'm hoping by the end of the year, 
I can reach around 300 or so and then move up from there. And, um, you know, just focusing on clarity task, hopefully, the more the better. Uh, one good thing about this client work that I got is that it's a web app, so it's not a website where I get to design toggling menus, etc. So this is a good web app. It's a it's a new local postal service, um, and uh, I'm making their dashboard. I also will be making my first uh, mobile app, and I will do that on Flutter. I have no idea about anything regarding mobile apps, so this will be the first time. And also, I will, I will use this as uh, as a lesson to uh, get ClayTasks app off the ground, hopefully soon. So yeah, these have you know these these have been the past two weeks or so. Um, client work, ClayTask class, which I hated. Um, it gets me depressed that I'm not on it most of the time. But um, maybe I can you know moving on from this week on, I can be a little bit more disciplined and not maybe separate my days in half, but maybe give my client more time, maybe six hours, five to three or six to two. So six hours client work, two hours clear task, at least that I'm, you know, engaged somehow, because as of last week or the week before that, I really have no track of anything that I've done with clear task. And that sort of pisses me off, to be honest with you. Uh, so I hope to get back to clear task uh, full time as soon as I can. Uh, speaking of that, uh, currently my streams of revenue are ClayTask, uh, this podcast. Um, so I have supporters of this show. I don't want to call them sponsors anymore. They're true supporters, and I'll tell you about that in a bit. And then I have Bold Underline, which is my consultancy. Um, so I do my client work uh, from that. And uh, then I have another uh, another app that I launched about two years ago. It's an invoicing app. It's for, for the local market. It doesn't make a lot of money, but um, I'm, maybe we'll, you know, we'll uh, sort of dedicate some time to it and um, fix some bugs and make some things more automatic, and maybe that will be another stream of revenue. The idea is from all these things to have about one to two k per month in recurring revenue. Not recurring entirely because my service business is not recurring. So mostly would be ClarityTask, which is recurring. This other local app, invoicing app, and then. Services would be uh, bold underline, and then um, this podcast, the supporters on this podcast. So uh, the reason why I want to uh, talk about supporters is um, calling them sponsors feels like somebody is paying me to deliver their uh, message, uh, a message that I don't even care about. Um, that's not the case. So that's the reason I'm calling them supporters. And I thank them a lot because that's helping me keep the lights on. And uh, they're selected, so they're a good fit for um, my audience, you, the listener. So these supporters hopefully are someone that you can resonate with and then sign up for their service and support them as well because they're just like me and you. They're not some big corporation, uh, some investor-backed a startup that they're throwing money. They are simply supporting this podcast, um, and in exchange for that, I am talking about their service, which is close to a good fit for the listeners of this show. And I really want to thank them for for being a part of this. Sean Enman from ColdFeedStudios.com 
knows a thing or two about journeys like us because he's been there. If you feel stuck and need help with the current challenge you're facing, technical or not, Sean wants to hear you out and share his non-filtered objective take on bootstrapping specific to your situation. Schedule a friendly 30-minute call with Sean by visiting coldfeetstudios.com. So getting some stats out of the way real quick, uh, the podcast is growing. So as of episode 17, so the, you know, I can't even talk it to Sunday. I'm finding a virus also. So that's why I'm recording on a Sunday. I've been barely um, standing up straight. I've been laying down for the most part of the weekend. Um, but I sort of gathered my strengths to come out and record this podcast, this this episode. And uh, as of this episode, there are about 215 listeners per episode. So that's up from 200, which was on episode 16. Um, Claritas activity is high. Um, the four clients that are paying and two clients that are, are on a forever free um, they are still using it, so no churns as of yet. So it's month um, uh, month seven, and uh, the only churn that happened was uh, one. That was back two months ago. So activity is good. Weekly, acti- uh, daily activity, weekly activity, everything is good in that in that sense, and um, I'm happy about that. I'm happy about that a lot, and I want to stay away. I know that I'm on uh, sort of a uh, part of the open startups on bare metrics. And this sort of is going against my thought that even the value of Claritask should be measured with the amount of money that it's making every month. I know, I know that, you know, startups are measured by that, but that's only for startups that have gotten investment, right? Because an investor gave some money and then they're expecting a, some sort of return and the measure, measure of success of that is money. There's nothing else. Yes, they talk about value and all these other things, but ultimately, they will continue supporting their business or not based on the amount of money that that business accumulates compared to the investment they've made. That's not the case with me or the case with most of my fellow bootstrappers or you, the listener, who has a, a product of your own. Our value is measured by the amount of value we bring on everyone's life, our user's life, how much work they get done with Claritask, how much time they're safe by using your product, how better they feel, how more organized they feel. Money, in my case, would be only good for keeping the lights on to keep that goodness going for my users. I know that sounds very romantic, very nostalgic and, you know, idealistic. But comparing everything to money just ruins everything, you know, and it makes you make decisions that you wouldn't otherwise, you know, if money wasn't an object. You know, what if you have a great product that your users love, but it's not making enough money and then you call it quits because it wasn't making the money that you wanted to make. However, on the other side, the users that you have they loved it, they ran their days by it, and here you go, closing it. You know, and that's not fair to the users. Uh, maybe finding better ways to keep the lights on for that thing to go, that would be the best sort of scenario. But I don't want to compare Claritask to some major investor-backed startup and then um, 
measure its worth based on the MRR that it's making. Yeah, I hope Claritask makes millions. Maybe, I don't know if I would like that. Maybe less than that, I'll be fine. My goal has always been to be around 5 to 10K, which will be plenty. And I know a lot of people are telling me that, you know, once you get to that, you will want more. Yeah, sure. I, I can see that happening. My standards, you know, will will change the way I want to live my life. Maybe I'll, I'll want more things that require money. But, you know, this whole thing about money has really made me make some really bad decisions in the whole, you know, in the last couple of years. Um, I don't know how many years, but at least five, you know, like basing everything on how much money something is making or the time that I'm putting into something during the day, how much is that turning into cash, you know, the activities that I'm doing during the day, how much is that productive in the sense of how much money it's making. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. I, I want to do other things that don't make any money. Maybe they don't spend any money, but I want, I want to do other activities as well. I want to write, not just blogs that have a purpose for content marketing, etc. Maybe just a blog that is a blog and doesn't lead to any links on it, to any conversion or to any email signups. It's just a blog written because I wanted to say something and I wanted to put it out there. So it remains there for someone to read it. What about that? Um, and I haven't done that, you know, in the past couple of years. That's why I'm ashamed of. Like, I haven't, every blog post or everything, you know, it's, it has some sort of goal behind it. And I don't want to do that. I just want to write something because I want to write it. Um, I know that's going to be hard to do. You know, it's going to be hard to do and trying to break away from these habits of trying to fill every moment of the day, of the working day, with something that is productive in financial terms. Um, yeah, I have expenses. I have family expenses and, and schools to pay off and, and cars and insurances and whatnot. But honestly, let, there should be a better way than comparing ourselves with how much money we're accumulating. I guess finding a balance is a good way. Um, and that was the reply that... Um, uh, Twitter friend actually tweeted my way, and this is exactly how um, I went down. I'm just gonna find that tweet real quick. So, uh, so my original tweet was this: I said, "I am sort of ashamed of myself that in the past several several years, I've let money be the measuring guide of my success and worth." And then I said another tweet, changing this starting now. And my Twitter friend Ross Shield said why and how, which I didn't understand quite well. So I said, why am I changing and how am I changing this? And Ross said, yes, money is a byproduct of building products and necessary to survive. Why and how would you change this? And my reply to that was, that is true, but not a, not a measuring stick of one's worth. We are all more than the amount of money we can accumulate. I want to change this first by focusing on other things I like to do in my daily life and not only those that bring the most dollars. And then Ross replied, yes, balance is key, my friend. And I agree with him. Um, yes, we need these things. We need the money to run our lives. But I don't want to fill my entire life, my entire day with tasks that turn into money. And most of them don't, even when I want to. So I want to do things that I want to do, things that I want to put out in the world that um, maybe are inside of me and I don't want to keep them in and just put them out there. Um, writing art. Um uh, photography, 
and have the products, you know, um, and my service business and do the things that I like to do. Claritas is something I love. I truly love. Even if I remain at four clients, I will keep it going. Um, I like doing it. So moving forward, um, let me see what I have here on the list. So one thing that I've uh, one thing that I failed in the last couple of weeks, and I haven't really this hasn't been been all due to my sort of action or inaction, but I've been trying to automate a lot of things in my life and business, like uh, banks um, have some bank accounts that I really don't need, and paying some fees that I don't really need to pay, and switching banks, etc. And that hasn't gone that well, and it doesn't depend on me, but the things move very slow with banks, especially when you're changing them. Uh, so um, that hasn't gone well. But one thing I'm happy about is switching from Silicon Valley Bank to Mercury Bank, which is a new bank um, startup in San Francisco. And uh, they've been great. Their user interface is great. Uh, their support is amazing. So I'm switching them. It's 0% fee. And uh, I... Um, I really love it. So we'll we'll hope they they'll grow and become better and better as the time moves on. Um, one last thing I wanted to talk about uh, was um, I was thinking about Rocky the movie and how movies like that. And, and I'm taking Rocky just an example, but all movies are like that. You have a person who's struggling, and then you know he gets this inspiration. He starts working hard for a certain period of time, and then he goes and defies all odds and wins. And that's not real life. In real life, small, tiny wins win. So someone else who's been working all their life, making progress 1% every day, will always beat Rocky who's getting inspired and then training for two months. Um, That other person, the slow and steady turtle, will always beat always beat that Rocky who's only training for two months in a row because he got inspired. And, um, yeah, you know, growing up, uh, you know, I've watched movies like that, and I've trained hard about things that I did. I played basketball, etc. And sort of you have to be okay with knowing that you can train hard and at the end fail, but that doesn't matter because what you can do is you can continue getting better 1% every month or every day you know as time allows you so um yeah um you know that's sort of been a lesson that i've learned not the hard way but sort of you know with experience i've learned that just making tiny improvements even though that now i'm hating it that i'm not on clarity task the entire time i'm making you know one percent a day one percent a week i'm going forward with it slowly but steadily august was great with activity with mrr growth um here here it is me again talking about mrr growth but activity has been great uh, comments from clients have been great um i've released two improvements that clients have been super happy about that they've requested uh that is will benefit other users as well that hasn't requested it so those are successes for me and hopefully those trigger the mrr that i'm looking for that will help me focus on clarity task full time and then make it better and better.